All right. Well, um, I'll try an intro. Does that sound good? Perfect. All right, cool. <laughs> Welcome to... That's going to be loud for an intro, but we're rolling that with it. Loud. That was loud. Welcome to the Standard Issue Podcast, the podcast you can find in every box of Standard Issue Cheez-Its. This is episode one without being lost to time, hopefully. Tried to do it beforehand. 1.5. 1.5. This is 1.5. This is the first edition of the Not Lost Files. <laughs> I had I had two, or I had a fail safe, and they both failed me. Yeah. So in the so studio- So now we have three. Now we have three going. In the studio, I have uh, I have Gregory, who is my main recording. Um, he's just a little bear, I guess. He's just going to be chilling in here. And the uh, the only other one who will be talking, my boy Dats Gort. What's Hello. up, Gort? Hello. How are you? I am honestly not bad. How are you? Things could be better. The prolonged pause before that just really emphasized how yeah. sincere that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how we're feeling. That's how we're feeling. We should, uh, we should recap the last uh, lost recording real quick because it was about an hour of who we, how we met, essentially, yeah. and then like 10 minutes. It of was really history. fucking good. It was good. It was and awesome. I'm kind of upset. I know because I went to listen to the recording and because I had this sinking feeling that I was like, what if it didn't capture right? And I went to listen to it and it did not capture right. And I could only hear myself followed by long prolonged silences and then me laughing and then talking again. And it was horrendous. <laughs> so uh, the last one, we talked about how we met for the majority of it and how in second grade I moved and ended up at a new school where I thought the stereotype of being hated at a new school was fake until I was beaten relentlessly. By yours truly. By, by my, uh, my now dear friend, Datsgort, and, yep, and Wyatt as well. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Waco. we would fight every day in gym class yep. until we were all bloody. And yeah. then no one would get in trouble for it. Yeah. And we would rinse and repeat. Yeah. And then in fifth grade, you actually like beat the shit out of me again for the first time in like two years. Yeah. Again. <laughs> again. <laughs> and then, yep. uh, and then shortly afterwards, uh, another kid pinned me to the sidewalk and uh, proceeded to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> and uh, you, you pulled them off of me and you saved my, my life. You saved yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, basically, all you need to know is Jack has a very beatable face, <laughs> and uh, I'm also a hero. So you are a hero. That's, you can see that's about can, it. I when I'm recording for visual, in case I upload this to YouTube for some reason, the visual is just the Discord icons, and you can see my little dumb fucking smile given the thumbs up in my icon so <laughs> that is a very hittable face if i've ever seen one yeah I beat the shit out of that guy very much so yeah i would yep if you're ever a prisoner of war you're just gonna get beat on oh yeah like all the other guys like also no Americans. they're gonna leave them alone 
just well, yeah, they'll leave them alone. And all the other Americans from that, like I never even met, even the ones I have met, they're just gonna be like, bro, like I, I just kind of want to hit you and yeah. they will. Yeah. It'll happen. And, and that's fine. I'm counting on it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me <laughs> fucking too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just played some rocket league and, uh, what is your go-to game is is Apex, right? Yeah, 100%. Well, 100%. okay. It's my go-to. I don't enjoy playing it alone. Right. Very much. So if I have at least one person on, my go-to is Apex. 100%. I feel that. Apex is my favorite battle royale of the little oh, bit I play. But what's your race. go-to game? I feel like my go-to game is Rocket League. Just because yeah. if I want to play online, I can play with randoms or I can play with friends. And if I really like the way I improved, like, cause I, I'm still not great, but mm-hmm. the way I improved from being like literally like a low bronze to being like goldish is by just doing practice. When I was bored, I would just yeah. go into the practice area and just hit the ball around alone. And that actually like helped me teach that helped me learn like the ball is going to bounce this way when it hits here on the map and like corner stuff and jumping off the wall to hit it and angles hit it with my car and what part of the car hits it differently. Like the wheels hit it softer than hitting it head on versus the top of the car and all that other stuff. It helped me learn just the basics of that kind of stuff and helped me get to at least average. So that's, that's kind of my go-to game. Cause even if, I'm bored as fuck. I can play alone and get better with no people talking smack because I'm all by myself and I can just turn on some music or turn on YouTube and just hit the ball. Yeah, 100%. It's a great game for that. It is a great game for that. It's a great game that I can either play very leisurely or get very intense in. Very intense in every single game I play. (laughs) I try to, you know, I try to win every game, but like, when we were just playing casual a few minutes ago, like I, I didn't feel like pressure or anything. It just, just, just fun. Good time. Yeah. I think you're the only person I can just fun and good time with. Like if I'm playing games with anyone else, I am sweating. Sweating hard. Is that, is that just every game or rocket league? Any game, any game. Cause any I, game. I used to be far more like into trying to be great at video games, which I feel like made me worse. Like I've never been like stellar at any video game I've ever played. Um, But I used to take them far more seriously and I would actually get like upset over losses and stuff. But eventually as I got older and I like stopped like caring about gaming as much, I stopped feeling like a passion for it as much. I just started taking it less seriously and I haven't been like genuinely mad at a game in a long time. And it, it just, uh, it helps me just enjoy it more. And I can just like, just fuck around with any game I can make just, and even not even paying attention to the game and just bullshitting in the party chat while I'm, while I'm fucking around on there is like, honestly the most fun about it to me. And I'm the exact opposite. (laughs) Everyone keep comms clear. I'm trying to get this goal. Yeah, I'm like the exact opposite. When I was younger, you know, like I took I took Halo th- 
three very serious because I would 1v1 my brothers and 1v1 everyone who came <laughs> over. And most of the time I'd win. But that's the only game that I took seriously until Fortnite. Fortnite's what got you back into getting hardcore? Me and Joe and Gabe started playing Fortnite and they both got wins and I could not win. <laughs> and I grinded my ass off every single day just trying to get a win i couldn't get a win and now ever since then like any game i play i have to like fucking work my ass off and care full sweaty yeah did i tell you about i think it was the last like last year about this time the girl i was talking to i went to her place and played Fortnite. no so i was talking to a girl that i think i found her on tinder and I knew her through my cousin. Like I had met her like once, so like a decade ago. And then I found her on Tinder and we started talking. And then we started like talking on Snapchat and stuff. And one time she was staying with her sister for a couple of days. And her sister and her fiance and her played a lot of Fortnite on Switch. Really? And yes. So and she's I was fucked up. She's fucked up. <laughs> and so <laughs> Not only does she play a lot of Fortnite, but she plays it on Switch. And so I was like, we should hang out. And she was like, well, I'm chilling with my sister. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, we can find another time. She's like, we'll come over and we'll we'll just hang out. And I was like, that's cool. And she was like, bring your Switch. <laughs> yeah, we know it was going through your head. <laughs> I was trying. I was doing my best. <laughs> but I brought, she was like, bring your Switch. And I was like, oh, okay. And I got over there and they're like, hop into the Fortnite lobby. I was like, dear God. So we were playing quads on Fortnite. And it was cool for a while. It was kind of fun just fucking around. We were getting mad dubs because I think at the time Switch was not cross-platform. Yeah. So it was just a bunch of like kids. like they sucked. Yeah. And couldn't figure out a Switch controller, which is the exact same. But regardless, <laughs> it, we were just slaying and getting dubs back to back. We played for hours. And I was bored after like hour or two, but I just kept playing. And then I was like, well, should we turn on a movie or something? And they were just so hooked. They didn't want to do anything else. So I was like, I'll sit a few out. So I like sat there. Um, and then eventually she was like, come over here and sit over here. So I was like sitting on the beanbag with her. I got my arm around her and everything. We're chilling. It's going all right. And eventually they just kept playing. They just kept going. And I was oh like, God. well, I think I'm going to dip. And so yeah. I left. And I just like stopped talking to her. I was like, it was going so well <laughs> until like, until that day, it was like a complete turnoff for me. Cause I was like, you can't even stop playing Fortnite to hang out with me when we're actually hanging in person. And it was just, it was the biggest buzzkill I've ever had with, with a girl. It was just brutal. I hated it. And it's not because it was Fortnite in particular, but it was like, you can't stop. And I feel how a lot of girls feel now. She's like, my boyfriend won't stop playing video games. Yeah, well, she wouldn't stop either. So I feel the pain sometimes now. I Jack is now a feminist. Breaking news. Goddamn right. I am now officially a feminist. I'm arranging a rally right now. Hell yeah. Ban Fortnite. I, I won't be there. Ban Fortnite. That's, that's the feminist agenda right now. I'm a meninist. <laughs> meninist. 
have you yeah. seen like videos of dudes going to like feminist rallies with like meninist shirts on no dude it's it's funny but sometimes the guys are like well the guys will get like the shit beat out of them like oh like God. hospitalized like hospitalized and it's like you went there to antagonize them and then you said dumb shit against what they're protesting like i i'm not saying they're in the right for beating the shit out of you but like don't come forward and be like well why was i beat up you yeah. went there to get beat up you went there for that you knew what was about to happen yeah that is your fault guy like i'm not taking sides on feminism or meninism or whatever but damn dude like if you're gonna antagonize that like know what's coming yeah they have to be a little bit shit. smarter than that yeah, you gotta be smarter than that, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, topic random segue because I don't know where to go with that without getting political. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about school because I don't even know like school now because I don't even know if we got that far in the last episode. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. So right now, um, I'm willing to say that I'm going to North Dakota State University. But I don't know if you want to say yours or not. That's totally on you. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to Black Hills State University. Black Hills State. So you are one state down from me now. Yeah. And how overall is it going there? Well, the place is fantastic. The school, not not because of the quality of school, but because I hate school. Sucks. So it's it's going about as well as I expected. I ended up switching majors. Already? Yeah, I was I was in elementary ed. And you know, this semester my teachers started making us like actually do teaching stuff and like making me do lesson plans and then present them in front of our classmates. And that that doesn't fly well with me. So I said, fuck this. I'm going into outdoor ed. So <laughs> I was going to be a teacher, but then I had to learn how to teach. And I wasn't down with that shit. <laughs> nah, fuck being yeah. a teacher. Basically, I, ju- I just I don't like speaking in front of adults like kids. I'm fine. And I think I still think I could be a great teacher. I just don't want to do it anymore (laughs) school part of it yeah so what is what is your goal with outdoor education now well there's multiple different realms i could go into i suppose but the ultimate goal is because i i just think it sounds cool i don't know if it's a legitimate possibility but it is listed as a possibility i could be a adventure therapist is what they call it basically i take like kids or adults or whoever out on like a canoe trip for example or i take people out rock climbing or like different adventures and just chill and hang out and let everything go for a weekend that sounds dope have you you weren't a boy scout were you i was for about a week (laughs) so you never went to camp wilderness i went to a camp but i not camp wilderness Okay, because so uh, as much as I hate to admit it, I was a Jay Rotsy kid, but for the most part, (laughs) (laughs) for the most part, I was. (laughs) 
<laughs> that video just popped into my head of the you're disrespecting a future armored soldier. <laughs> oh, I wish I would have done. I wish I would have mocked that video at the time because look where I am now. Yeah. But <laughs> um, uh, as a J. Rotzi kid, which I I think I was one of the not weird ones. I wasn't. I didn't have that stereotype so much. Some of us did. Yeah. Like in my unit, there were there were the weird ones, but yeah. none of them were the aggressively like stand for the anthem. I'm gonna kick your teeth in. But yeah. They. But like we just had weird kids, which is fine. But yeah. uh, it happens. It happens. You get that with every group, every club. Yeah. So um, when we we would go to Camp Wilderness, and it's so cool out there. It's so fun and out like. There were several kids in the program that during the summer, like, so we had our summer leadership school, which you got half a credit of summer school for, but it was just a week long ROTC camp at Camp Wilderness, and oh. uh, which is a Boy Scout camp. And we'd go up there and just do a bunch of cool stuff, whatever. They have the, a rock climbing wall. It's not actual, like, I mean, there's no hills, so we can't actually climb like a hill yeah. or anything, but like they had a rock climbing wall. That we would do either canoeing or kayaking. It switched up every other year. And a bunch of other outdoor stuff. And it was a lot of fun. And after our week there, because it was like you like the school year finished, and then like a few days later, we would leave for SLS. And so after we were done, huh? SLS the summer leadership school. Oh, okay. So after that week was done, we'd come back and there were some kids that would um that worked at camp wilderness so they'd get back and then like the next day drive back out there and they'd live out there for the summer and work out there and so they got to do some of that stuff they would take us canoeing and kayaking and do the rock wall and stuff like that with boy scouts and other groups yeah so so that would be a a really cool thing i always kind of wanted to try working out there but i never i just never applied for it i never wanted to live and miss an entire summer for it yeah exactly but I think that sounds like it would be an awesome job to do. That would be totally kick-ass. Do you have like a state or anything in mind that you'd want to do that in? South Dakota. South Dakota. I mean, it is a killer state for it. It's got the hills, and it's it's close in- enough to home. Yeah, it's close enough to home. It's got. The I don't want to be at home, but I want to be close enough. That I feel like a lot of kids aim for that because it's like I want my freedom to kind of like start a new life in a way, but at the same time, I want to be able to go home. I don't want to go from Florida to like all the way over to Washington, yeah, Yeah. Washington State every Christmas, but like I can drive four or five hours or it's like eight hours for you probably. Yeah, it's about eight, give or take an hour. Oh. But still, it's better than going across the country. And it's as as little as people know about South Dakota. It is such a beautiful state. It's got a lot of scenic outdoor stuff going on there. Yeah, a lot of shit. Which because I see you posting stuff of your hikes, like with Rose and with other. No, people. you see Rose I, posting shit of my hikes. <laughs> you, but you've posted a few things on your story. Yeah. Yeah. When my mom stars. asks if I go hiking. and you're like yeah you'll notice a pattern like i won't post a hike for months and then i'll just post one all of a sudden because my mom goes have you been going outside or whatever thinking i'm just gaming all the time (laughs) so i post one and then i stop so do you 
you go hiking regularly. You just don't normally post them until your mom asks. Basically, yes. Okay, I was going to say, like, or are you just hiking when your mom asks? And then, like, well, <laughs> to prove that I normally am, I posted. Yeah, no, uh, not as much during the winter, but, like, during the spring and fall, I go hike regularly. Who do you go out there with? A few people or just with Frank or on your own? Or what's the what's the crew? Uh, well, there's a dude across the hall, James. Sometimes I'll go with him. Sometimes I'll just go up alone. A lot of the time I'll go up alone. And my friend Alexis came back, so I'll go with her sometimes. That sounds odd. Honestly, like a solo hike with just pop on some headphones or some earbuds yeah. would you be You just killer. throw in the earbuds and hike up a little hill. You're feeling it. It's happy. Yeah, it's that, a happy time. Because you can just kind of like clear your thoughts. You just sit up there and just look. Yeah, it's the cheapest form of therapy. Honestly, the most equivalent you can get around here, which I have done a few times, is like I'll go driving and I'll go north of town and I'll just drive dirt roads. Yes. And it's honestly, the it's awesome and I love it just as much, but it's the polar opposite because you get on top of a hill and you look at these rolling hills and like the treetops and you're looking at the sky and the sunset. I drive down dirt roads and look at the flatland, which yeah. honestly to me, like hills make me uncomfortable compared to the flatland. Like when I drive really? down dirt roads and I just look and I can see the, I can literally see the earth curve that I, it makes me smile every time. Like I'm just listening into music, blaring it with my windows down, just driving on my own. I look, I see the earth curve and I just smile. It's the, like, that's my happy element right there. That's nuts. I'm the opposite. You like I have the hills to go more? up. I, I have to go up somewhere. Like that's why I like spearfish because I'm surrounded by hills. Like I can see like two miles tops. In Fargo, you can see three hundred miles. <laughs> yeah. Which I I like the hills and everything. When I went to Tennessee when I was younger, when I was like fifteen or something, it honestly was it was really weird because like it's different. It's a different type of hills down there versus what you have in in like South Dakota and Montana area, but it honestly kind of weirded me out being down there, but I feel like I'm more comfortable in the flatland and also bigger cities weird me out. Like if I, if I'm in even Minneapolis and I look up and like the buildings are like covering the sky and it feels like they're leaning over and like enclosing me in, like I'm not claustrophobic, but that makes me feel claustrophobic because it's just like the city is just consuming me. It just makes me feel like, like so much less i don't know how to how to put it no i get you i hate i hate minneapolis oh it's cool for about an hour and then i'm like okay i'm over it exactly like going like driving through it and everything is cool i went down there the last october uh and was it no god i don't remember what yeah i think it was the last last year october so 2019 I went down there with a buddy and we went down for a weekend. We went to um uh Valley Scare and Oh yep. And we went to the Mall of America and stuff. And it was cool, but by the end of the weekend we were ready to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Yep. And I haven't been was, there in two years. Oh dude. I, I didn't I hadn't been there for a while, so it was kind of cool to go back. Especially because uh neither his truck was like gets crap for mileage. And I was like, we can take my car. He's like, nah, let's take my dad's car. He comes to pick me up. His dad's car is a Prius. So we <laughs> went to the big city in a Prius. 
But a four-hour drive took us less than three-quarter tank of gas. Really? Because when you get on the highway with that thing, it turns to the battery instead. And so it, like, doesn't use the engine to run it. It's, like, solely on the battery. And then when you're in town, it uses the engine and it char- and like the rotation charges the battery. So then when you get on the highway, you've got a full battery that can just carry you like that. When you don't need like the, the get up and go of an engine, you just cruise on the battery power instead. So we got oh all the way down. God. We went down there and we got to the hotel. We filled up. We drove around that thing the entire weekend. And then before we left, we filled up and we still had more than a half a tank after driving around in it the entire weekend. And we filled up. Prius. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't want a Prius, but I want a Prius just so yeah. I don't have to pay for gas. Dear God. That's awesome. It was, it was a legendary. It was so it was so nice. And it's dead silent in there. Absolutely no road sound or anything. <laughs> but the shifter in there is weird. Like, it's like a floor shifter, but you don't actually, like, move it. You just kind of, like, bump it. So, like, if you bump it up, it's parked to the left is rear, down is neutral, to the right is drive. And like, it doesn't actually stick there. It's like a joystick on like an arcade machine and you just push it and it goes back to the middle. That is fucking weird. It was really weird, but I don't know. Kind of want a Prius. Also don't want a Prius at all. Kind of want a truck instead. Agreed. But I want to (laughs) go. Okay. (laughs) Well, okay. So (laughs) we covered my college. Uh Uh-huh. You. Well, uh, you you said you're going to North Dakota State. Yeah, but I want to ask you before I go to it. It'll be a oh. transition. It'll be a transition. Um, what is it like? Are you stuck in online classes? Have you been stuck in online classes during the pandemic? Do you uh, can you go in person? How is it working with that? All in person. All in person. Uh, yeah, I have one class that's online, but that's like I signed up for it online. So yeah, that's that's not because of the pandemic. That's yeah, just an online class. Everything is in person. That should be in person. That's killer. Because yeah. at NDSU, the approach they took, they called it high flex. And yeah. you, you have the option to go in person, which I tried to uh, except for like I got my vaccine last Wednesday. So on Thursday, I felt like hammered shit. I felt like I got I hit by a semi-truck. Yep. So that that day I just went to all my classes online. But with HyFlex, you don't have to choose online or in person. If you sign up for the in-person version, you can go in person or you can go online at the same time. You just log on and you just join a Zoom call and you just watch the lecture from home at the same time that people are in person. And so it's kind of nice having the option to do whatever. But at the same time, the problem is so many kids chose to do like they chose the in-person option and then they just still go online every day in my philosophy class. I have never seen more than three people in person and there's over a hundred people in that class. No shit. Real shit, dude. More, no more. It is like Sophie wow. Cody, Sophie Cody's in that class with me too, which is kind of funny. I haven't seen her since graduation. <laughs> and then she's in that, that one class with me, but um, yeah, never more than three people in that class. My other classes, like the one I had tonight, my abnormal psych class, there was four of us there with like 75 people online. Like it's always a massive ratio of people online compared to in person, which kind of sucks and makes it feel less like college. But at the same time, like 
it is nice to have that option for when you do get sick or if you are someone who is actually uncomfortable going to class in person, you can just attend entirely online. So that would be nice. It is kind of a cool option, but um, I I am excited. The Dean has said that in an email he sent out that he plans for the fall semester and possibly the summer to be entirely in person, no masks, uh, no social distancing and um, no online option. That's how ours is too. Ours is entirely back to normal next semester. Oh, I thought you meant like right now. I was like, you have no masks already? Holy. Well, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> we're not, we're supposed to be wearing our masks, but like my dorm, we all just like, we, we've left it up to the individual. Whoever okay. wants to wear a mask, wears a mask. There's two people, literally, but they wear masks and then everyone else just goes about their business and like the RAs throw out, like take their mask with them or put it on their chin or whatever in case they see like their boss or something. Oh yeah. And that's, yeah, that's about it. So that's pretty chill. Yeah. And in class, like I leave my nose out the entire time. Oh yeah. Like first semester teachers were big on yelling at us and now they don't really care as long as like, as long as your mouth is covered up so they don't like, get yelled at if someone walks in we're good most all of the professor at ndsu will tell you to mask up but they uh most of them are lenient with the mouth thing or if you want to take a drink or something in class they don't care but my abnormal psych teacher every class she reminds us that your mask has to cover your mouth and your nose you cannot take a drink in class if you want to take a drink you have to step into the hallway to take a drink so today like in the middle of class, she gives us, since it's a two and a half hour class, she gives us five minutes in the middle. So during those yeah. five minutes, I just went out into the hallway, drank my water bottle because I was thirsty as hell, drank my entire water bottle, filled it up again, drank it again, filled it up again, and went back in. Because like she doesn't even let you pull your mask down to take a drink in that class. That's crazy. Yeah. Which that she, blows my mind. Yeah, that one was pretty crazy, especially in North Dakota. Like so many places are leaning to this point. Like, uh, you can most restaurants like I went to Space Aliens with Connor uh yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. We went to Space <laughs> Aliens, and we I asked him. I was like, "Do we have to have a mask to get in?" And he was like, "Dude, it's North Dakota." We walked in. Most of the servers aren't even wearing them. Like, no one cares anymore up here. Yeah. Like, if if it's not actually required by the boss, nobody cares. Yeah, hundred so, percent. It's it's getting pretty chill around here. I know the rest of the country is still kind of meh, but I know except for Texas and like Bama, I think it was that lifted it entirely. Yeah, they. I mean, you go, you go, guys. But up here, no one really cares anymore. People are wearing it as minimally as possible. Yeah, but overall, school is well as well as I could have anticipated my first year. Kind of my study oh, yeah. habits, my minimal study habits from high school are completely gone and I'm still recovering. I'm still doing terrible grades wise, but we will, we will survive. <laughs> hey, I'm two years in and I'm still, I'm probably worse <laughs> off than you. So don't I have, even worry. I have not checked my grades once this semester because I am too scared after checking them repeatedly last semester and seeing how bad they were the entire time that I just decided I won't check them this semester. I'm <laughs> killing it this semester because all my classes are easy. 
I have found, I thought my abnormal psych class was going to be my hardest, but it's actually the easiest. Like we were doing a test review today and she would like get halfway through like asking the review question. I'd be like, I already know what it is, teach. I already got you. I already know (laughs) what disorder that is off the top of my noggin. And I can read off all the issues about it. Like, I don't know, something about that class just sticks with me. That's crazy. I love that class, dude. It's honestly like she makes it so dry. Like she's not a very good teacher, but at the same time, like I still just like the information so much that I, it, it, I focus. So it's like the only class that actually keeps me concentrated. Yeah. I, I have one class that keeps me focused the entire time. It's called social science for elementary teachers. (laughs) And this is transitioning into a story. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Uh, Today I had that class. It's a two hour class. So we get five minutes in between. And, uh, we have to do like present, not really presentations, but like on like a random topic, I guess, sort of. Okay. Like everyone's just made cahoots so far. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so that's what we do. We, we do cahoots. And so we start the class off with one. It lasts like 10 minutes or so. Then he goes through, like right now we're talking about like uh, U.S. history. Or, oh, okay. No. I don't know, world history or some shit like that. <laughs> and uh uh anyways, so we take our five minute break, I go to the bathroom, I come back, and we're about to do a kahoot, okay? And mm-hmm. it's on Anne Frank. Oh. Do you do you know who Anne Frank is? Yeah, I I, I know Anne Frank. Hey. <laughs> I did not. You So just you did? no, just it gets worse. Okay. So, first four questions go. I'm absolutely fucking killing the Kahoot. I'm in first place. I'm smashing that bitch. And I got first (laughs) place in the first one, too. And I'm just doing my best guesswork. I end up giving second place. Everyone's talking about Anne Frank after it. And, like, how she was in, like, the the attic and whatever. Yeah. And all this stuff. And, uh, our professor was just like so like out of everyone who's like affected by this how come Anne frank is like the most quote-unquote popular out of everyone who is affected by it i go well wasn't she the chick that was blind and deaf i thought she was helen keller you thought Anne frank was helen keller yeah and then so i'm walking into my dorm after that class after I said that and everyone laughed at me and they're just like, no, it's Helen Keller. It's like, oh, fuck. I'm walking into my dorm and one of my friends who's also in that class lives upstairs. At, uh, I'm not going to say her name, actually. But uh, so she goes and she's like running towards me, like as I'm opening the door. So I'm like, OK, I'll just like open the door for her. And she goes, no, no, look, she shows me a snap story. And it's some chick posted on her story about how we were talking about Anne Frank and then how I said, isn't that the chick who is blind and deaf? And then she said, this is the next generation who is educating our youth. Well, joke's on you. I'm not educating our youth anymore, so fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was bad. You didn't... I, okay. I feel it's a common thing that I've I've found amongst like several other people, like a lot of other people, 
to confuse Anne Frank and Helen Keller for no reason. Like off, uh, just like off, like a lot of times when you say Anne Frank, like when you said Anne Frank, I thought Helen Keller. I was like, no, that's Helen Keller, Anne Frank. For some reason I mix them up. And I think a lot of other people do too, just right away when you say Anne Frank, but people know who Anne Frank is. Like you mix, like a lot of people mix them up, but then they're like, no, that's the chick in the attic. But you in your entire 19 years of existence have never learned who Anne Frank was? Well, I guess not. I must have at some point because everyone knows who she is, apparently. Yeah, because but I just didn't comprehend it. I don't know. I'm like, Dude. I'm sitting there the whole time confused because they're talking about her hiding in an attic and stuff. And I'm like, how the fuck was this blind and deaf chick just not screaming half the time? Helen Keller's just like just sitting in an attic during the Holocaust. Yeah. Like that. I was like, I was like, and then they were talking about how her like journals and stuff. And I'm like, hold up. She was writing journals. So then I search up Helen Keller. Helen Keller's like an author. Yet you didn't know Helen Keller wrote books? No, I didn't. I, I thought feel she was like that's actually for being like <laughs> no, blind I feel and like... deaf. I feel like that is something that a good chunk of people actually don't know. But yeah, Helen Keller, like she learned like how to, I don't know what the process was, but they taught her sign language. And I think she just like signed the words to someone else who wrote the books for her. Yeah, I officially think that she's made up now, but (laughs) that's a whole nother story for another time. But (laughs) not knowing Helen Keller is an author is a lot more acceptable than not knowing who Anne Frank is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, I'll take you, that one. Yeah. That one. That's a little, that's a little rough there. I can't even cut you slack on that one. That one's yeah, rough. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know, like her journals, like she was a small shot. She was a young child. Like, I don't know exactly. She was how old. 15 when she 15 died. when she died. So she was probably like 12. Or 13, I don't know how, yeah, probably somewhere around there when it started. She was in the attic for like 671 days or some shit like that. Yeah. Learned that today. (laughs) I couldn't tell you. I was the only one who got that question on the Kahoot, right? I'm kind of proud of it. (laughs) Best guesswork. I'm proud of you. (laughs) But yeah, so she was up there. So she was probably like 13 when the Holocaust started. And she was just like, her and her family just had to hide in in a German's attic for over two years because holocaust and then the person whose attic they were in snitched on them yeah imagine the audacity of like i'm gonna hide you guys from these absolute monsters for two years and then i'm gonna snitch yeah that's that's unreal it's fucked up i mean the holocaust in general is unreal and fucked up but like that are, but that is even more fucked that, up uh, yeah it, you know what not even like the on the nazis on that one like you guys <laughs> know damn well you snitches get stitches <laughs> for real oh yeah that's on Anne frank but <laughs> uh yeah that's that's rough that you didn't know Anne frank yeah kind of took an l yeah fat l um <laughs> So in the uh, in the list of topics we have, the one you put in, do do you <laughs> do we glaze over that one? The one I put in today. Yeah. 
I mean, I put it in as a joke, but if you want to, I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to talk about how large my my schlong my, is. Yeah, my schlong, my meat, my scepter is. Yeah, I'd I'd prefer we just uh, let's Move just on. say that one's not there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I want to jump down to Lil Nas X because yeah. that's like the thing right now, and that's the thing I just kind of saw today. Yeah, so I I guess if you haven't been on Twitter, you wouldn't really know. Um, but and I other pe- I don't know. There's other social media platforms I'm sure are talking about it. But if you have if you've been fairly disconnected, um, Lil Nas X released a song he has been he was working on for like nine months. I think he said uh, Montero or Call Me by Your Name, as it is more commonly known, and in it. Uh, the song itself, regardless of your opinions, I think the song is a banger. Goes hard. Salute banger. It's a good song. Like I've turned it on without the music video several times <laughs> and enjoyed yeah. it. Like, yep. It's a good I've played it on Spotify. It is a killer song. It's number one in the world right now. Um the problem started with the music video, where <laughs> uh anyone who hasn't seen it, he is the only actor of like 15 roles which is creepy but um he's in this like fictional universe where he starts out by making out with an alien because he's openly gay and he can do whatever he wants because he's nice and and then some for some reason he stands trial and all the other nasses are like no you're going to hell and (laughs) so he like kind of goes up to heaven he's like oh i'm going to heaven and then a stripper pole appears and he strips does a strip tease dance thing, pole dance all the Lap way down. Dance. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. It goes all the yeah. way down to hell on the pole and then gives Satan a lap dance. Yeah. And that's basically, and then he kills him and, and takes then, his crown. Yeah. So yeah. the reason that it kind of blew up right away was because he made that. And the point of it, the message he's trying to get across is that, uh, he's openly gay and the church essentially what he's saying is that the church has failed him because he was religious when he was younger and they always said like gay people are going to hell like if you're gay you're going to go to hell that's a sin and so he always felt guilty growing up and then um, he made this video to prove a point that like you can say we're going to hell sure but I'm going to embrace it and then I'm going to lap fuck Satan and <laughs> still be gay in hell and Christians, like a bunch of Catholics and a bunch of Christians were like, that's extremely offensive. And that's not what we meant. But all the people backing Nas are like, well, you are the one who said he was going to go to hell. And what, you just think he's going to go to hell and just not be gay anymore and just burn in, in fire? Like, maybe Satan likes Montero. Maybe he likes the song and he wants yeah. a lap dance. Maybe Satan's gay. Who knows? Maybe that's why he was the fallen angel. Maybe he didn't oh actually fuck over God. God. Maybe that's why. Bro. Yeah. Satan. Whoa. Is, Satan didn't actually uh, piss off God. He was just like, hey, dad, I'm gay. And he's like, psych, you're now the devil and kicked him out. Holy shit. Wouldn't, wow. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something if they put that in the Bible? <laughs> but <laughs> there was a lot of Christians that were very upset about that because it is offensive, but that was his point. Um, yeah, but that was, that was the, the whole video shenanigans. And then have you heard about the shoes? I, I have, that's the thing I heard about most actually. Yeah. So anyone who hasn't heard about the shoes he made, he made a brand deal with Nike 
to make what? shoes. Hold up. Wasn't it not a brand deal, though? Didn't he, like, design them and do shit with a third party and then they yeah. turned out Nike and Nike, like, had to say that they're not collaborating with them? Yeah, so essentially, yeah, it, you're you're right to... I'm glad you brought that up because it was, yeah, it was a third party and it turned out that they make Nike shoes and they put it on Nike shoes, like, with the check and everything. And... um people got very upset because they are demonic themed shoes. You can find them on Google very easily. And every one of them, uh, I don't know how true this is. No one will ever know how true this really is, but it's said that every one of them has a drop of human blood in the shoe. Oh, in the soul. Really? That's, that was the big kicker. It was like, all right, okay. they're demonic themed, but there's a drop of human blood in the shoe. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't heard that part. Okay. Yeah, that was like the big kicker that people were upset about. And then Nike was like, hey, we do not endorse our shoes containing human blood nor representing like demonic stuff. Yeah. And we didn't agree to this. And so now Nike like filed a lawsuit and Nas X has just been on Twitter clowning people, making fun of people and uh, basically just like, taking it all and then like shooting back. Like he's, he's like quote tweeting and like someone will be like shaming him on a tweet and he'll just respond. And like, I think one of them said like, um, your parents should be ashamed. And he's like, yeah, well I'm going to fuck your dad. Like that's how I saw that. I saw that one. That one was hilarious, but like he is going hard on Twitter. He is roasting people. He is clapping back and it's fucking hilarious. Um, not to take sides and be like, fuck Christianity. But what Nas did, he made a very strong political message and then clapped back in the most childish and hilarious way. Yeah. It's some dude's K props to him. He's a genius because like, as the saying goes, no fucking, what's it called? No publicity, no publicity is bad publicity. Yeah. Like no press is bad press. No publicity is bad publicity. Yeah. Like dude's a legend. Like, his name is all it's like he released old town road all over again like exactly all over the place genius move exactly dude and like he had been doing well with his last few songs like holiday popped off and one thing that i saw on twitter that was pretty dope was that he had been working on this song for so long that if you watch the holiday music video there's a part where he's driving in a car and he uh that you can see on the radio, he's listening to "Call Me by Your Name" by Lil Nas X. Really? Yeah, that's how long he like. That's how much detail he put into that video, and how long he was working on "Call Me by Your Name." So well, that's, damn. Yeah, like it's actually pretty insane, and I don't know. I think the whole fiasco has been absolutely hilarious to watch unfold. Whether you take sides or whichever side you take. Uh, I have like I have to give credit to Nas because, like you said, no publicity is ba- is bad publicity, and yeah. he's he made a powerful statement. He was like, "Hey, you guys kind of like told me I was a failure for like ever, and I'm I'm gonna clap back." And he did. Yeah, I mean, no problem with the music video. Like it it made me feel weird when I watched it. <laughs> it does give you a weird, but feeling. I'm not gonna hate on him for that. No, but regardless of what's in it, the shoe thing, shoe you know, thing's a bit far. <laughs> I have a little, little bit of an issue with it. I just, wa- 
not because of Satan or anything. But one because of the the human blood. <laughs> that's a little that's a little fucked. Yeah. And two I mean he basically he took a brand and just kinda fucked him over. That's true, which I think there's a case to be made in his favor if he gen I don't know if he knew or not, but there is a chance that he genuinely didn't know that it was a Nike like associate. That if that's the case if that's the case, then I cannot shame him for it. Uh, then it's shame on the br- it's shame on the brand, regardless. Yeah. But if he didn't know, I cannot shame him for that. But I still can say, like, you probably shouldn't put the blood in the shoe. But I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, whose blood is it? Like, is it factory workers? Did he like kill people for the blood, or is it like, hey, did he go out and like go to a bunch of fans? He's like, I need like a couple drops of your blood, like every drop of your blood that you give me will go in a shoe that I'm going to sell. And we're weird ass fans just like, yeah. And they just like pricked their finger, gave them like 10 drops of blood. And they're like, that's going on 10 shoes. Awesome. Like, where did the blood come from? I feel like it probably just came from like, what would have been really smart is if like he could have sold them for like (laughs) $6,666. If he just put his own blood in there. True. And like, who knows? Because it it's not, not much if it's just a drop, you know? It's not much. Yeah, I mean, if you... Because you can lose, like, a pint of blood to donate it. So, like, if he just, like, did this really fucked up, like, black market type shit, like, his own blood thing, like, yeah. safely, and just got a pint of his own blood and just put a drop in each shoe, like, it's still fucked, and I don't want the shoes, yeah. but it's better... Yeah, but it's it's, it's a little better. <laughs> yeah, still, I mean, it's still fucking weird as hell. But yeah, at least he didn't take someone else's blood, so kudos for that. But who knows? Maybe it was fake blood. Maybe there's no nothing in there because I'm pretty sure it's like you know those shoes that have like the air, like the gel air pockets in the back. Like yeah, feel. I'm pretty sure what it was. It was like there was like an open, like it looked like that on the back. I think I'm going yeah. off of memory here. But, like, I'm pretty sure it kind of looked like that. And then there's kind of, like, a little opening in there where he just, like, supposedly dropped it in there. So I don't know if you could even see it or if you, like, cut the shoe open if you would find it or if it was just a drop of fake blood or what it was. But he went out and claimed that it was real blood. So I'm just going to go with the fact that it's real blood and just assume the worst because he wanted to advertise it like that. So Yeah. I mean. that's That's on him. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. It was well it, it's been all over my Twitter. Yeah, but. yeah, I I mean, I haven't been on Twitter, so I can't speak to that, but I have seen it a few times. Yeah, a, I don't a know. few. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a few. But uh segue to unless you had anything else you wanted to add to that. Oh uh, no, I'm perfect. I got so a while ago, I got a DM on Instagram. So I have a picture posted on Instagram from like <laughs> last year of, no, this is, this is a different thing than you're thinking of. Me. Oh, okay. But I got, I have a picture posted. I bought um, a hoodie from the misfits merch and they dropped a line that I really wanted, but it sold out super fast. And the hoodie I wanted, the only sizes available were two X, three X and like XS. And so I was like, well, damn, I'm going to buy the three X. Fuck it. So I bought a 3XL hoodie and it's absolutely massive. 
And I had Connor take a few pictures of me with the hoodie on. And he like stood on my bed and looked down at me. So I looked like a little kid wearing his dad's sweatshirt. And I posted it. And um, I had a brand like a month later comment like, we love your stuff. Collab, DM us. Like you see on a lot of girls like bikini, like beach pictures. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. And then they DM'd me and I was like, oh. And then they were like, hey, do you like our stuff? Do you want to be an associate? And I was like, oh no. Oh my gosh. I'm I don't. this right now. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah. It's all like, I don't want to do that. No. You, you had multiple people. I had multiple. And one of them was yesterday. Yeah. Oh, and, I see that. And they DM'd me. And they, they DM'd me and they're a, an, a London-based company. So it was 2 a.m. here when I got the DM. And they were like, hey, we love your account. It's the same copy-paste shit. And yeah. so I like talked to them and they're like, we, and the first message was like, we want to show you the new stuff we're about to come out with. And I was like, hey, sorry, I was in class. I didn't respond right away, but I'd love to see the new stuff. Just because I was curious, like, what are they going to send me? Yeah. Um, they sent me pictures of new things they're releasing and they're like, what do you think of it? Do you, do you want to be part of the family is how they worded it. And I was oh, like, uh, I was like, um, I responded and I was like, unfortunately I'm not a huge jewelry fan because their whole thing is like chains and like men's jewelry. And oh. I was like, unfortunately I don't wear a lot of jewelry stuff. And I was trying to be nice. And so I was like, unfortunately I'm not a huge jewelry guy. And I, I would not wear the stuff myself, so I'm not going to try to sell it to my friends, but I appreciate you reaching out. And then I got a response that was like, great, we love to hear it. If you choose to buy one thing, we'll send you another for free. And I was like, uh, I was like, you need to get bots that understand human language. And they responded yeah. and they're like, we're not bots. So like, what do you mean? And I was like, then you need to stop this copy paste shit. Cause like, it's, it's awful. And he was like, I'm sorry, we have a lot of DMS we need to respond to in a quick time. And these copy paste messages make it very easy to make it clear what we're trying to say and respond to all of them. And I was like, okay, well, no, I'm not going to be like an ambassador for your brand. And then every read time the first word that I said, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, I don't want to be an ambassador and then just and, swipe out of the message. Don't reply. And, Exactly. And every message I sent, they would respond to it. And then like five minutes later, they'd like my message. So it was really <laughs> weird. They'd like go back to the DMs and be like, oh shit, forgot to like that one. <laughs> it was it was really weird though. I've had I had that happen today. That was funny. Um and then I got I got another text a couple days ago, two days ago. This is what you might be thinking of. Okay. So I got a text a couple of days ago at 2.48 in the morning and it just said, hey, what's up? And when yeah. I woke up in the morning, I saw it. I was like, that's weird. It's a number I don't know. Uh, it's a 218 number, which is Minnesota. So I was yeah. like, don't know who this is. I'm just not going to respond. So I figured like it's probably someone I haven't talked to in forever or it could just be like someone who uh, – who somehow got my number that I know that's younger. I have some younger family members. So I was like, it might be a younger family member. And then yesterday I got a text that says, do you have a dad bod? And at this point I'm like, someone's fucking with me. Someone got a fake messaging app and is fucking. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just not going to respond again. So I left it. And then today I get a text. I will pay you for shirtless pics. If you have a dad bod. 
And I was like, okay, I'm getting curious. I look on my two old phones that I have sitting here and neither of them have this number saved. And so I sent Connor, I'm like, do you know this number? He's like, no. And I was like, well, what the fuck? And then, um, I was like, well, I don't know who this is. So I responded and I was like, you must be really bored and hopefully under the age of 15. So I thought it was going to be one of those things that you do when you're like 13, 14, when you like have your friends like, oh, you have that, that, like that girl in our grades number. Give me your number. She doesn't have my number. I'll just text her and mess with her. And I thought it was just going to be yep. like a little cousin doing that. So I was like, hopefully under the age of 15. And they're just like, I thought this was Jack. I got your number on Instagram. And I was like, oh shit. Cause I had my number linked on my Instagram. Cause like, like a year ago I posted something on my story. I was like, my number is in my profile. Send me eight ball. And so I was just like playing uh-huh. eight ball with random people. Like I yep. still don't know who like 90% of them were. And so I was just playing eight ball with people. And I still had my number linked there to text. And so I was like, oh, uh, and so I just unlinked my number from my Instagram Oh yeah, <laughs> and ignore this. And then I get a DM, uh, I get like a message request on Instagram. It gives me the notification and I see someone has sent me a message and they just said, Hey man, what's up? And I was like, why is this person messaging me? I've never talked to you before, like ever in my life. And then I just had, I just got, I literally got a sinking feeling in my gut as I pieced it together. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's who was texting me for, oh no. And that, cause I remembered what you had told me about your past experience with this individual. Yes. And I want to hear your side <laughs> of how it, how it went for you many moons before I experienced this. Yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, this, this individual started, um, I'm not sure how it exactly started with, uh, the other individual, you know, who got me in contact with him, correct? Was it Bones? No. 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 Oh. I'll uh, uh, I'll send you his name right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember who it was. Oh, was it uh, was it Farm Boy? No. No. The hell? What are you sending it on Discord? Snap. Or... Oh, on Snap. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know how they originally started talking, <laughs> but it got to the point where he told, uh, where the the buyer told <laughs> my friend that he would buy pictures of his gut because you know after high school you get fatter. Yep. Yep. And he was willing to pay fifty dollars per pick. Oh, that is an insane OnlyFans accounts are like 15 bucks a month and you get like all of it. Yeah. 50 bucks a picture. Yeah. For each picture. Oh my God. And basically, uh, my friend was kind of uncomfortable with this because he lives in the same city as the buyer. You know, he didn't want (laughs) him to like break in and try and do things to him in the middle of the night or whatever would happen. <laughs> so basically he, he said, Luke, you want to make some quick cash? I said, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is Griffin like getting into the crime game? Like, Oh fuck. I says, whatever. Griffin, you're Griffin. exposed. 
then Griffin's exposed. We won't say the buyer's name, but Griffin no, has been not. exposed. Yeah, Griffin is exposed. Um, and I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, no, uh, this person wants to buy pictures of your gut. And I said, my, my what? He <laughs> says, like, your what? belly, your gut. He wants pictures of your flabs. And I was like, who is this? So he told me his name and I vaguely knew who it was. And I, hold on, I want to, before you go further, I want to interrupt and say that you're not like, you're not a big guy. Like you've got a little bit of a belly, but like, you're not yeah. like massive. You're just like, you have a little bit extra, but it's yeah. not like you don't even have a spare tire. Like you just have a little bit extra. Yeah. I've, I've put on weight since high school, but it's not, especially when I'm wearing a, uh, if I'm wearing anything other than like one of those skin tight Under Armour shirts, it's not noticeable. Yeah, exactly. So you're not a you're not a big dude. Like you played wide receiver, and you still are like if you just like if you were gonna play a sport again, it would take you like a couple weeks to to shave that off to yeah. be sport ready. Yeah. So so I'm not huge. I'm just like, huh? <laughs> I have. Three dollars in my bank account. <laughs> How much is this man willing to pay? So I kind of talked to the buyer through uh, Griffin for a minute, and then Griffin sends him to me. Basically, uh, messages my Instagram says, "Hey, how's it going?" Uh, Griffin blocks him. <laughs> um, but he messages me, says, "Hey, how's it going?" He's he says, uh, "I'm interested in buying some pictures." And I'm just kind of like confused. I'm like, is Griffin fucking with me? And I'm, am I going to have to end up like he <laughs> pays for something? And then he's going to like ask for a dick pic and I'm going to be like, fuck. <laughs> but no, he was genuinely interested in guts, bellies, <laughs> flabs, and basically asked my weight. I said 215 because that is what I am. And he said, he said, okay, not bad. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're too skinny. So, so I'm like, so what do you want, really? Like, what kind of picture do you want? Like, I'm not trying to have my face in this. Yeah. Goes, yeah, that's fine. Like, okay. And he goes, he goes, how much do you want per pick? I said, well, Griff, Griff said $50. He goes, okay. I was like, do, do you want it now? And, and he's like, yeah. So I send him the picture. I get $50 just like that. And I was willing to send the picture first because it's my gut. It's not anything. Yeah. It's whatever. Not, and my face crazy. isn't in it. So I'm like, if he doesn't pay me, wow, my gut is out there. And there's a hell of a lot more embarrassing pictures of me out there. <laughs> so, okay. But he sent me the $50. And said, as soon as he opened the picture, God damn it, I love it, you're so fat. And then I felt bad about life. God, that's such a dick way to say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of felt bad. And then, he get, and then he said, sorry. Oh, he apologized. <laughs> yeah, he, he said sorry, so I'll give him credit. But I was like, damn, bro. That's still mean as fuck i was like that hurt that hurt a little bit 
I I want to give him credit for being so upfront about it, but at the same time, I want it's fucking creepy and weird. But um, he he did not hesitate with me, and he was persistent every day for three yeah. days in a row. Texted me the first day, just was like, "Hey, what's up?" Trying to start a conversation, and then the second day was just, "Do you have a dad bod?" And I was like, "I am so tempted to respond to that and be like, no." I don't, don't think so. I you don't. don't. And so I was so tempted to be like, no, I, I definitely don't have a dad bod. And then the third day he was like, I'm willing to pay you. And I was like, someone's fucking like, he was so upfront. I was like, no way someone is this genuine about wanting to see a, a, a dad bod that yeah. they would be this, that they would be this upfront. And he, re- he said like, I thought this was Jack and I just didn't respond. And I didn't open his DM on instagram either yeah but i want to give him credit for just like no hold back like i'm gonna get what i want but at the same time like you're kind of doing it in a in a way that like i'm not offended i'm not hurt or anything but you could definitely get get charged with harassment in the at the least yeah just like like imagine you just like message a girl from high school and you're just like hey you're hot Send pics. I'll pay you. Yeah, and that yeah, you just DM a chick and you're like, "Do you have big tits?" Because I will pay you to see your big tits. Yeah, that's that's weird, dude. You, I don't. You can't do that. Yeah, and so I'm part of the sex industry now. You, oh my god, you are. I'm a sex worker. Does it make you uncomfortable to know that not only are you a sex worker, but the message that you sent and were paid for? You, he's probably done the Don't. dirty with. <laughs> See, I try not to think about that. <laughs> I think about the $50 in my account that is going to supply me with many, many Taco Bell runs. <laughs> Have you thought about doing it again? Oh, I've, I've made way more than 50 bucks. Really? Yeah, I've, I've done it multiple times. Oh, I don't blame you. Yeah. Because if I could run, if I could have an OnlyFans... I'd do it. Yeah. 100%. Like I, no hesitation. Like, sorry, mom, but like, just don't, don't pay for it and you won't see it. Yeah. But like, dude, I post all the gut pics. Oh, dude, you know what you should do? You should, I'm making only fans. You should literally make an only fans and just and like just every, every couple days post, post a new set. Every couple, every couple days or like a week or something. And just Honestly? like, Tell him about it and be like, spread the word to anyone else. And don't worry if anyone else buys it, because that's like, you could get like, you could, if you made it 50 bucks, which you're losing a lot of money, but at the same time, that's still a lot for an OnlyFans. Yeah. But you could make 50 bucks a month by posting your gut every, like every week. Not your worst idea. I. It's weird. No, let's it, let's talk about this though. How many dudes <laughs> do you think are out there that have gut fetishes? Like I I want to kind of elaborate on that with another question. Is it gay for him to have a guy gut fetish? Well, he is gay. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then that's then that's Okay. I, so I yeah, didn't know. yeah, it is. It is gay. 
Okay, <laughs> then, then that then that's totally that makes total sense now that you say yeah. that. But <laughs> I'm I mean, there's there's guys that are like proud chubby chasers. Like that's just the kind of like oh girl God. or guy they prefer. Jack, I remember how it started. Oh. Okay, now I have to cover this because this is amazing. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> what happened was on the 4th of July this past year, we were at Griffin's Lake. Careful not to say too many names, but go on. Yes, I'm just going to say his name. Okay. Yeah. We were at Griffin's Lake, and uh, there were several posts put out on Instagram mm -hmm. of us shirtless, like, just guys in a lake like we're, we're holding a football and just standing there and his dad took a picture of us and we posted it yeah the buyer commented or no 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 then about a month later i posted on twitter that it, it was something about like if you're feeling bad about yourself like in college like you just got to college you're gaining weight if you're feeling bad about yourself I'll send you a transformation picture of myself. <laughs> the buyer took it as a, a real thing. <laughs> commented on it and never replied. Whatever. Then goes to uh, another individual's Instagram. Comments on the picture of us sh all shirtless. And then gets in contact with Griffin. That's how it started. And wow. that's how it started. Yeah. Because I posted that on Twitter and the buyer saw it. You you wouldn't think a funny tweet would turn you into a sex worker. Yeah. Hashtag entrepreneur. <laughs> You're the next Gary V. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So that is how it started. I remembered it 99% of the way through the story but I remembered it yeah it's just as good as any oh yeah that is fantastic I yeah <laughs> oh I do you want to keep going for a little bit or if we're at I think just over an hour I'm I'm good to talk for however long I have another thing I want to bring up, and then unless you come up with anything else, feel free to throw it out there. But we do have one more topic here that I did want to talk about. I think it's going to be a short one. Yeah. Um, when we were playing Rocket League, I said that I think Rocket League has like the best soundtrack of any game ever because retweet? it's retweet because it has like the the menu music is such a vibe when you're just sitting there. Like I have no problem waiting for people in the lobby on Rocket League because I can just listen to the music and be happy. And I've genuinely yeah. turned on like the Rocket League soundtrack on Spotify before and just listened to it. Like it's good music. I really like yeah. it. And um, they've been adding more since the season, since season two happened and season three just started. I think they put more in, but like all the music is very, I think that's like, is that EDM? Is yeah. that what that's? Yeah. So it's very, it's a lot of EDM music, which I've never listened to much before, but Rocket League EDM music just goes so hard. And there's never been a game like other games have had good soundtracks, but there's never been another game that I was just like, I want to turn this on outside of the game. Yeah. Uh, I recently played uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales and oh. I, a few songs from that game saved. They're actually really good. There's a guy named Jaden that did a bunch of the music for the game and several of his songs are really good. 
But I think those are the only two games I've ever gone in and just listened to the soundtrack outside of the game. But Rocket League, like, Spider-Man Miles Morales has some kick-ass music in it. Like, when you're playing the game, when you're on the music and the credits, there are, like, probably five or six songs I've saved from that game because they're just genuinely awesome songs. But all of Rocket League songs, I've never heard a bad song play on Rocket League. Yeah, I agree. Rocket League has the best soundtrack. Do you have any others that kind of stick out to you that are, like had really solid music or is it just kind of like no rocket league takes the cake hundred percent see i think there's a couple games that really like bring back pleasant memories of the soundtrack true uh like back on my playstation 2 i think it was like tony hawk pro skater 2 or whatever the fuck tony hawk games you're right i i loved the that soundtrack and specifically uh superman by goldfinger oh Fire yeah song. i love that song i or still how- listen to it i'm gonna look up a song right now um from a different to- tony hawk underground 2 had amazing music the doors had a song in there it's their i think it's one of their big yeah break on through by the doors Okay. That song was massive in that game. It was part of the trailer. It was part of the menu. It would play when you were playing the game. And that song is like, the Doors are like a huge band like that my dad loved. Like they were big in the, I think they were a late 70s band. And that song just went hard in that game. That's another one of those songs that just like brings me back. So I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a great one for me i feel like this is all go on no you go ahead oh i was just like i was gonna segue to a different game oh yeah so was i oh i was gonna say that i feel like guitar hero isn't fair to talk about because it is just a game about music it's just music yeah it's just music it's not fair to talk about so not really a soundtrack it's like a yeah. yeah it's just the game it's the game audio yeah but solid either way truth no matter how you look at it, it's solid. Guitar Hero 3, I think, had the best music. I played Rock Band. Rock Band had good music, though. Every rock, rock Band 2. Every Rock one. Band. I, I think there's a few Guitar Hero games that just kind of had meh for music, but I think every guitar or every Rock Band game had solid music i don't think they ever were spectacular like i think guitar hero 3 takes the cake overall over all of them but rock band every game had just good solid music and guitar hero was pretty up and down but rock band was just steady it was like you know you're getting a good soundtrack out of that game yeah um what game what game were you gonna go on to well, see, here's the issue. I kind of have forgotten, but now it just came <laughs> back to me. Oh, let's go. <laughs> uh, Battlefield 1. That game, oh. like, the menu music is what I'm really talking about. Is so intense and amazing, and I never played any Battlefield before it, and I played Battlefield 5 for about an hour, and I realized it sucked. So <laughs> Battlefield 1 near and dear to my heart and the menu music i open that game every once in a while because i still have it downloaded just to listen to the music for like five minutes really 
it's very intense. Not relaxing, not anything, just oh, it gets you in the mood. I uh, love it. I guess I I can't I haven't played that one. But um while we're on shooters, I recently saw a video that was talking about the uh the main menu music from Call of Duty World at War. Oh. Do you remember the uh the song that played when you first launched it? It was a German it was a lady singing in German. And it was very the whole game was creepy. All of World at War was just disturbing and creepy and dark. But that song yeah. in particular was just it had such a a creepy tone to it that that song still creeps me out, but it set the mood so well for that game. Like an accurate depiction for it. yeah yeah because well, that's whole... what's like it's it's amazing the the games that actually do that are great oh yeah because a soundtrack can make or break a game entirely yeah because if 100%. you had like if you had rocket league music in world at war like it'd be fucked or vice versa like it just doesn't obviously oh they're god imagine that they're obviously polar opposites that's like the extreme but like you have to have fitting music like world at war the entire game was creepy as hell the zombies was scary and it was new and it was scary and it was dark and the campaign was just grim and like you blew off limbs and stuff the whole thing was just creepy and disturbing and it was amazing but that that song right at the beginning, there's just a lady singing in German. I think she's singing about like "Die with us, die with us, you beautiful soldier" or something like that in German, and huh. it's so such a perfect song for it. Interesting. I well, had a, I had another game I was going to talk about too, but it I, it slipped my mind now. I mean, I I don't know if this one necessarily counts because I, for the life of me, cannot remember the music of the game but okay if, if you want to talk about a beautiful game a masterpiece of a game you can only look one place and that's uncharted 4 haven't played uncharted play it but i i, I should that's a ps that's a playstation I, exclusive right yep i will give you my copy of uncharted 4 Do i, I have it on play the disc. previous three nope i know ne- i never played any of them except <laughs> uncharted 4 masterpiece of a game i will take you up on that 110 percent. yeah that's gabe gabe made me get it because i got a playstation i was like wow i have no games what should i get (laughs) gabe goes uncharted 4 best game ever got it top three games of all time really wow yeah fantastic game i've heard amazing things about it but i just haven't haven't bought it Definitely won't look as good now with some of the fucking nut job games that we've seen recently. Yeah. But at the time, it looked the best I've ever seen in my life. And I bet it's still quality. It's just not what like its predecessors have. Yeah. Or like what it's the ones after had. But yeah. Another game, the one that I thought of and I just remembered, um, sports games always have killer soundtracks. Sometimes. Sometimes uh, NHL 20 had an amazing soundtrack. Loved every song on that game, but the throwback, the throwback one is Madden 08. Yes. Madden 08, dude. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. 
when I don't want to stop by Ozzy Osbourne rolled on in that game, holy shit, just that intro, wow, that guitar, dude. Best game, best. Oh, my God. And the intro for that game. Did you ever sit and watch the entire intro? I probably did, but it's been like 13 years since I just look up the Madden 08 intro sometime and I get chills every time. Dude, because that game was just it was a solid Madden game. Like that was before the recent like copy paste stuff was happening. Like they rebuilt every Madden game. It was like the the one of the last good Maddens. Yeah, and it was just so solidly put together. And for the time, it looked great. It had an amazing soundtrack. Like, I'm not a huge sports guy. Like, I never touch Madden. But, like, yeah. I will play Madden 08 any day of the week, 100%. Oh, yeah. Great game. Oh, God. And I, I remember Ian playing it all the time. And it's just a nostalgia thing for me. Like, I would have no idea what I'm doing in Madden. I would be absolute yeah. garbage. But I remember just watching Ian play it, and he's always been amazing at he's Madden been games. Fantastic! It, wasn't he like playing like top competitive shit? He was playing like he never. He almost did a tournament at Section Nine one time, but he had an appointment or something. He was it was when he was in college, so he had to miss it. But yeah. he was in the top, I think, like top five percent in the world yeah. on on my ultimate team. Yeah. He had like every playbook and he knew like he would make a new roster before a game and like build it around the playbook. And then in the middle of the game, you would move like a tight end to be like a left tackle and then put the left tackle as a running back with a running back somewhere else. And then like, or like put the running back out, bring in another receiver and run some wonky ass play like that. And just, score every time like he was just obliterating people like he's always been so insane he knows every lineup of every team and every playbook that every team has that it's it just blows my mind watching him yeah i remember in like fifth grade or whatever i went to your house and you were <laughs> fucking cocky as hell about your brother's madden skills <laughs> and you're telling me all this shit you're just like you're just like yeah and at this time i'm like barely beating the cpu on rookie (laughs) mode on rookie mode and then you're just like yeah my brother plays on all madden and he just he wins by like a hundred and i'm like you're fucking lying dude (laughs) like there's no way and he's nuts yeah he is nuts i don't and he's a walking book of knowledge when it comes to the nfl even today because like you can ask him like who is the left tackle for the washington football team and he will just know it yeah. He'll just spit it out. He just knows everyone. Like, I, I asked him one time, I, when Brandon Allen was the joke between <laughs> us, I asked him, who is the fourth string for Jacksonville? He's like, he didn't know it off the top of his head, but he was like, something fucking Allen, I'm pretty sure. I was like, dude, the joke. That was you. I set you up to fail. I set yeah. you up to fail, and you did it. Absolute it's, nut job. It's insane. And now Brandon yeah. Allen's like a second string for someone else now. Yeah, for the Bengals. It's the Bengals now? Yeah. That's right. It's so funny that like you have a brother like that 
And then there's you, who only knows who Brandon Allen is. Like, you know, like, Brandon Allen, and I hope to God you know who Tom Brady is. And that's, like, the extent of your football knowledge. I'm lucky to know Tom Brady, Brandon Allen, and Aaron Rodgers. That is the extent of it. I can watch a football game and understand what's happening. But if you, like, I also know, I'm blanking on his name now, um, big motherfucker for Seattle. Uh, okay, Metcalf. Yeah, Metcalf. It was on the yeah. tip of my tongue. I was actually about to get it, no cap. But Metcalf, <laughs> I know Metcalf because of that play. But it's like, I I don't remember which of the Watt brothers is even the best. Like, that's how limited my knowledge is. And then yeah. Ian is just like, I know everyone who's ever touched a football. Yeah, and I, I wish I was like that. I know a, my football knowledge is extensive because I play a hell of a lot of Madden, not mm-hmm. very well. Uh, and I sit and talk with Jagger and just, I love football. So that's what I focus on, but oh, yeah. I couldn't go to, I couldn't even tell you half the linemen in the NFL. I can tell you a lot of skill position guys, but I can't, I'm just, not, I'm no Ian Van Inc. <laughs> I think you're above average on your knowledge, but Ian yeah. is just like so much. He, he I, blows it. He blows above. of average I like anyone who's better because he would know absolutely every player on the field He'd by the it. shape of their forearm. He'd kill it. It's it's absolutely insane. So Ian, if you for some reason hear this, which I don't know why you would, uh, you better hear it, Ian. Yeah, I hope you. I hope you, you better be fucking hear. listening. Yeah, you better be a listener. But um, this is me jerking you off for the last like fifteen minutes. Yeah. So you're welcome. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Kind of incest, too. but all right. Sh- shout out, brother. Yeah. Shout out to skinny Ian, the lesser Ian. <laughs> skinny Ian. Well, I think we're at an hour 25 now, which I think that means we should probably cut it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that, 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 that would suffice. Uh, let's, let's plug your stuff real quick. Datscourt, where can we find you? Um, well, you can find me. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. <laughs> you can find me most of the time, barring spring break or going home. I will be on twitch.tv slash datscourt uh i'm not sure the youtube link but i'm datscourt on youtube not datsport it'll bring you to a vacuum datsgort <laughs> d-a-t-s-g-o-r-t um and datsgort on twitter for updates and links exactly there you go and if you don't know me and for some reason if you're finding this on a discover or something i am mountain jewel on tiktok I have 40k on TikTok, 45 or something like that. I don't even I I forget. But I count. people. There's a lot of people that follow me because of three viral videos. I get minimal views, but if you're listening to this, I'm glad you heard our voices today. And I appreciate the hour and a half you gave to us. And that yeah. that I think that's it. That's So yeah. thank you. Thank you for joining us. 
for the Standard Issue Podcast, Episode 1 of the Not Lost Tapes. <laughs> and uh, another episode will happen when it happens. There's no schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here, Datscourt. Of course. And I will find you all later. Have a fantastic night, everyone.